Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And welcome to Hump Day. Yes, that's what day it is. It's Wednesday. It's Fed Day. Jay Powell going to try to soothe the markets. And, and uh, well, it's just sad. This is where we've come, where we are, right? The markets are so manipulated. They're so overvalued. Uh, they're, they're, they're literally no sense of actual reality. They don't trade on reality. What they trade on is how much is the central bank going to allow the markets to continue to be manipulated. We're going to find out uh, later this afternoon. I'm sure we'll talk about it uh, tomorrow as well. But our toll-free number, 800 9510592 the website at allamericangold.com and uh, gold you know gold's been re- you know pretty much recovering uh, from the sell off from last week of course that sell off is oh you know Jay Powell uh, right now gold's pretty flat right now 1776 silver uh, also recovering here getting approaching $23 right now. Silver's up about 33 cents this morning. The Dow, which has had, well, some tough times as the earnings, the transitory inflation, all these things not holding up. It's up 400 points. And you can, you can just feel the manipulation. Yes. Okay, our Savior, Jay Powell. Now remember, he's not here to save you. He's not here to save me. Because if he was, if he really was about us, there'd be no taper. Interest rates would already be rising. And my guess is the Dow would would be feeling a lot of pain right now because that's the bubble they built. But that's not what's happening. Of course, we've, we've, we've covered it for so long about the box that they're in and it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting dance. I don't know if Jay Paul's got the chops. You know, Alan Greenspan, he was so great because no one knew what he said. You know, same thing with Bernanke and Yellen. Uh, Jay Paul doesn't quite have the same chops. So it's going to be interesting as the Fed gets boxed in here. But I've got my, my partner, my Colorado partner, Jason Walker. Jason, uh, good morning. Welcome to the program. What's cooking up there in Colorado? Uh, it's just working on this radio station. It's a uh, full-time job. <laughs> you know, so Jason Jason runs 1360 for us, and we got Ramon, which I, I, I always, you know, it's always great. You know you're doing a great job when I don't mention your name. Ramon, our long, long, long-time producer uh, here in Phoenix, runs the boards for us and makes sure everything uh, comes out wonderful here in Phoenix on KXXT, so to give him a shout out, uh, but yeah, so J- Jason, Jason's like uh, a guy. He needs three heads and six arms. Unfortunately, uh, he's only got one head and two arms, right, Jason? I have to be a jack of all trades, and I have uh, Jack working for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, let me say something about uh, Jerome Powell. Uh, I'll say this. I, I, I think that he's not going to talk about taper. In fact, I think he's going to do nothing. And if he mentions Evergrande in China, Joe, this whole, you know, it's, I'm telling you right now, I, I wonder if the whole Evergrande thing is just being presented for us to 
to, to, to digest as, as a people to say, oh, well, we got to do what the Fed says because, look, China's going to have a big economic mess. We don't want to. We don't want to mess with what's going on. Let's just keep on printing. Keep it. Keep it going. Inflation. Well, look. Look at Evergrande. Yeah. Look at China. It's going to be really, really interesting. Why do I get the feeling he's going to mention China? He's going to mention China. And I, I, you think so? I you think, think he, he might. Will? I think he might, man. I think that's. I mean, look. If you look at just how the market's been last week and this week, and how I'm not the smartest guy, uh, just like you say yourself, Joe. So we, I have to go off what's offered. You know, I go to my sources, look for information. But it's so controlled. All the information we get so controlled. Why do we get the feeling that this Evergrande stuff was just placed out there for us to grab it, and then people start talking amongst each other, and they're on YouTube, and they're on the news, and now everybody's talking about Evergrande right up to the mo- moment of the uh, the big announcement today. So, Well, you know, it is interesting. Today, China, uh, Evergrande missed their debt payment the other day. But they have, you know, like a lot of companies. There's all ki- they got all kinds of debt. Well, they have a, what I'll, I'll call global debt. In other words, uh, bonds that were sold uh, to people not in China. And then they have Chinese debt, which is debt that they sold to the actual Chinese people. Right. So the debt payment they missed earlier this week, that was on the global side. (laughs) Today, they have a debt payment that's just for China. In other words, hey, we sold this debt only in mainland China. They're actually going to make that payment today, Jason. At least that's what they say they're doing. Uh, yeah, I heard they had a payment tomorrow, too. Right? That's, and I don't know if we're talking the same payment. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. We'll keep our eyes on it. I've got a spin as well. I don't want, I'm not going to tip my hand when we get back. Something that, you know, everyone, I, I think the top, right, taper, right? What's he going to say about taper? Is he going to say something about taper? I'll make my Evergrande, <laughs> China, is he going to say something about that? What's he going to say about coronavirus, right? Those are probably the big three. Yep, yes. <laughs> I've got a fourth one that I think is, by the way, the, I'll just leave it at this, the most worthless one, because it means absolutely nothing, but yet somehow I think it's going to play a major role uh, and what's going to happen, uh, at least with the markets, over the next 24 hours. How's that? Because, let's face it, uh, nobody, you know, all of this stuff only lasts for a day or two. And then they focus on, on, on whatever the next crisis is out there. Uh, but it's something nobody's talking about. But I think it's going to be important uh, because it's the easiest way for the central bank to pretend they're doing something. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker, and, and of course it's Fed Day, and, and like everybody else, we got to pretend uh, that we care about what they're saying. I will, I will tell you this, uh, don't believe anything. It's all just, uh, I, I, I think this, let, let's just start with, with taper. If they mention it at all, which I think they may. That they're going to start, they're going to let it be known that maybe at the next meeting we're going to start it. Which, the meetings are every six weeks. So essentially, let's just call it what it is, right? We may start tapering in December. So that means, hey, we're not fighting inflation at all again for another six weeks. And, and $15 billion less in bonds, really, that's not fighting inflation. 
but it gives them even more time because they can stretch that out. They won't raise rates unless taper gets to zero. In other words, as long as they're still buying bonds, right now they buy $120 billion a month. Where do they get this $120 billion to buy the bonds? Well, they just make it up out of thin air. So let me ask you, if you're making something up out of thin air, does it really have any value? Does it? And think about this. They've made up $9 trillion. Just made it up. And, and put it on their balance sheet. Try to pretend, hey, you know what, this $9 trillion of debt, that doesn't count. Let's, let's just slide it over here. Now, remember, you go to work every day. I go to work every day. Jason goes to work every day. You take your hard-earned money and you purchase hard assets from me, right? The same money that these clowns, and they're already telling you, you haven't figured it out yet because the media will never tell you the truth the way I will. They've already told you it's worth nothing. What's the Fed's funds rate? How much interest do they pay? Well, the answer is zero. Well, why is it zero? Well, because they don't want the money to be worth anything. Simple. Right? They want to get you to spend it. If, if, if you, that's still not good enough for you, think about this. They admit. Now, and we know, we, and we've done, we beat this up ad infinitum, that the, what they tell us the inflation rate has nothing to do with actual inflation. They understate it by double and triple. But they admit that inflation is somewhere approaching 6%. So that means our dollars are losing 6% of their purchasing power. Which means, in order to, to make that up and keep us whole... They should be paying us an interest rate of at least 6 and more likely 7 or 8%. Right, Jason? But they don't. They pay us nothing. Right, right. Um, they've been given this tremendous responsibility to supposedly keep uh, the American economy from collapsing from uh, speculators or whatever they, they pretend to protect us from. And, uh, they do but it. they are the speculators. That's, <laughs> That's right. Point. Who's the speculators? It's them. <laughs> it's them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolute power corrupts absolutely, right, Joe? Oh, bag. It's so it's so sleazebaggy. So so here's my here's the thing that no one's talked about that I think somehow at the end of the day, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think this is what they're going to focus in on. At every meeting, the the Fed does this little exercise, which is absolute garbage, by the way. They call it the dot plot. You've heard me talk about it before. And 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 look at it this way. They're they're just they're just gonna put a little dot. Hey, where do you think interest rates are going to be? And they'll have twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three and then twenty twenty four and beyond. And they just put a little dot. Is it zero? 
of a percent, one percent, two percent, dare I say four, five, six percent. Now they can put the, the dot wherever they think. Of course, that's not what they do. I would love it. You know what we should do? They should have to do a lie detector test when they put the dot down. Do you actually believe that you put your dot down at 2%? Do you actually believe that's where the interest rate's going to be? And I guarantee you all of them would fail. Because this is one of the ways, that, and, and somehow, again, we get gaslighted by the markets. They took this chart that means nothing, that has never been accurate. If you went back three years ago and pulled up the Fed's dot plot chart, they would almost, most of them would have had a Fed's funds rate, which is zero, at somewhere between 3 and 5% today, three years ago. Of course, that's zero. Been at zero. But I think what we're going to see, Jason, is they're going to have a lot of people move up and raise, how about raise, where they think interest rates or federal Fed funds rates are going to be in the future. And the market, oh, no, the, the Fed's going to start raising rates. And it's a way for them to, to, to get us gaslighted. They're going to have all the talking heads on TV talk about, oh, yeah, the, the Fed, they're going to start raising interest rates in 2022. You watch. You watch. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, they don't actually believe any of that. I don't think they will, but it makes for a good story, right, Jason? It allows them uh, to, to see, see, we're, we're serious about inflation. I mean, look, at we put a bunch of dots out there. I mean, we have no intention of actually doing that, but we put them out there that says that we're going to raise them sometime, you know, in the next year, two, three. Right. Of course, they've been putting the dots out there for the last 15 years and, and have never, not one time in the last 15 years, Jason, have the dots actually equaled what they've done in in 12 months, 24 months, or beyond. It's just talk, Joe. It's, uh, t- talk is cheap, and so are Federal Reserve notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> That, that's, that's all it such is. That's a great point. They could say what they want about the future just like we can, uh, but historically, if they look at their history, which they don't want to talk about their history, uh, it's it's very bad. At least when we look, talk about history and when it comes to buying gold and silver, we can give you, hey, this is exactly what's going on, and this is why you should be buying it, whereas they look at their history, they don't want to talk about their history. That's what the Fed, that's what the Fed meeting should be about. Hey, I want to talk about your history. If I was asking questions of a group of people, I would say, hey, what about all these failures in your past? Can you explain all these failures? Why we should uh, think that you're going to succeed this time? But nobody asks those. Just one us. time. Just one time. Just one time, Jason. I would love. Hey, you know what? Let's go back. And let's just, you know, n- nothing too serious. Let's go back to three years ago, and 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 and, and let us re- let us show everybody. This is what you said was going to happen. And then two years ago, and then last year, and then this year, and then give it a grade. And if people actually saw that, people would be like, oh, they have no clue what they're doing. 
But they actually do. See, they use these meetings as nothing more than a, hey, you know what, if we actually cared about the average citizens and the value of the dollar, we would do something like this. And then you'll realize, wait a minute, they never actually do that. Instead, they care about Wall Street. They care about billionaires. That's all they care about. The big club, Joe. Who's in the big club? That's who they Who's have. in it? And unfortunately for us, 99.999999% of the people that listen to this show are not in the club. That's right. <laughs> We're not and in I'm it. probably being generous to say that someone, point zero 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 one. there's maybe one person that is in the club that listens. I don't know that there is. Well, there might be somebody working for that person trying to keep tabs on us. <laughs> there you go. I'll take that. Maybe the guy that's in the club doesn't listen, but his assistant does. There you go. Yeah, they got they got they got ears everywhere, Joe. There's uh, definitely there are people watching. I mean, it, if if you dig deep into the government and uh, the Fed that owns them, the the the, the elite. Yeah, we're being watched. You know, they're they're watching everything. Oh, yeah. How do they make their decisions? They got to they have to have all the actual data to make these weird decisions upon us yeah it, and it's it, it is uh, it's an interesting day uh, we'll see how it all plays out uh, gold just just took off like a shot here uh it's up five bucks uh 1780 the minutes won't be out until after uh later this afternoon uh the gold markets will be during you know that that one hour a day that they're shut down will get the big announcements uh silver's now up 50 cents here uh, 2292. Uh, the Dow is up 390 points. We did get one piece of worthwhile economic data out. It had to do with existing home sales. Okay, this is the this is the the big number, right? New home sales, pretty small piece. Existing home sales fell again. Now this caught people off guard. They actually thought home sales would rise. I don't know why they thought they would rise. There's no homes out there. Uh, existing homes fell in in the month of August. The supply of homes also fell in 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 August. Uh, there's now they're saying fell 1.5 percent. There's 1.29 million homes for sale at the end of August. Uh, the price now this is the median price, not the average. The average price would be higher. So they they made another switch here. They used to say the average price. They've now on CNBC. They've gone to median because they want a lower number. Three hundred fifty-six thousand seven hundred dollars is the median price. That's fifteen percent year over year. Again, we know we've talked about it forever. Remember, the Fed tells us that housing inflation is only about two and a half percent. Forget about the fifteen sales on previously owned homes fell two percent. In the month of August, it's an annual uh, annualized rate of about 5.8 million homes. We used to sell 5.8 million homes in the 90s. This is actually a, a what we've been at this low number. We briefly got above six million there for a little while, uh, but now back below that. Uh, and, and that was really Jason the only data. And by the way. Uh, Sales were down everywhere. 
just a little bit. They were down in the south, down in the yep. west, down in the midwest and the northeast. Uh, tight supply, blah, 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 blah. Uh, sales of homes priced below 250000 continue to fall. And the simple answer is, Jason, there's no homes for less than 250000 No, no. I mean... I, and I was a little kid back then, but I, I see repeats. But I remember Archie Bunker talking on the show. Uh, he bought his house for $20,000 in New York. <laughs> Listen, in the 70s, that's what homes were. 20000 bucks. That's what they were. Homes sold for more than a million dollars. Up 40%. And, and when you look at that, you can really see why is it. Remember what we told you yesterday of, about uh, housing starts? They're not starting single-family homes. They're getting your apartment ready for you. Because you're going to be renting for the rest of your life. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Yes, ma'am, by God. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, just keeps getting worse. Uh, whew, a new problem for all, all of us wannabe homeowners out there. The cost of another key building material used in everything from vinyl sliding to gutters to windows, uh, doors, flooring, plumbing. That's pretty much the entire house. I don't think they missed anything. Uh, just rose to a new, fresh, record high. PVC hit $1,900 a metric ton. Uh, that that's that price, by the way, has now jumped over 60%. Uh, Hurricane Ida uh, was was the latest blow. This was this you know yeah, the, these things were rising already. Then you throw in any disruption, and they're now saying that the polyvinyl chloride production has been absolutely devastated in the United States. Uh, all kinds of home home builders are now warning about earnings. D.R. Horton. Significant disruption, uh, disruption in supply chain, along with tightness in the labor market. Rising cost is going to dent our, fur, our, our, our sales forecast. It's also going to dent profitability. Listen, this thing is way overpriced. Way overpriced. It's every CEO in every industry. Uh, Pulte Homes. They said that shortages of varieties of building products combined with increased production volumes across the home building industry impacting our ability to get homes closed to our level of quality for the remainder of 2021. What does that mean? Well, number one, we're raising prices. Number two, we can't complete the homes, Jason. Right. Right. Uh, they don't have the, the product. In my housing area, which I talked about, I bought my house last year, uh, and the inflation came rolling in, uh, a couple things were happening, uh, kind of, Kind of what you're saying about the quality too. Uh, they rose the, uh, the 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 base price one hundred and fifty thousand dollars earlier this year when when things started going crazy, and they cheapened the choices and things you can get in the home. You know, there's just uh, very few pink choice colors. 
Uh, all the little Wait, extra bells and whistles, they just stripped it, and they rose the price 150000 Joe. That's Yeah, it, the, the largest paint producer in the world said paint's a huge problem. Yep. Like, here you go. You can have these colors. These are the only colors you can have. That's it. That's all there is. They're calling it runaway construction cost growth. Right. Runaway. Remember, they, they were unprecedented was the word you got yesterday. Today, it's runaway cost growth. Uh, they're saying that PVC is going higher, and, and they said, because there's no timetable for Louisiana to get back online, but then they said, listen, soaring natural gas prices. We haven't really talked natural gas prices here, uh, but natural gas prices are skyrocketing uh, and just causing, again, causing all of these things. These are the things that when they, they talk about transitory, we don't know when when is... When our price is going to fall back in line, we have no idea. When is production coming back online? No idea. But what, what we're hearing underneath that is, listen, everything costs more. Everything. And, and go back to how we started the show. Do they really care about inflation? What is the central bank telling us what the real value of the dollar really is? They make up $120 billion of them every month. Just make it up. How could it have value? Think about $120 billion. That's such a big number. Most of us can't even get our arms around it. That's yes. over $1.4 trillion a year. Remember when our national yeah. debt used to be less than that? Yeah. Joe, when you talk about housing costs being so extreme, you know that they're not going to make a lot. They're not going to be making money like they were. Uh, and then I see pictures in China. Now this is a different market, but I see them blowing up fifteen buildings. You know, they put those pictures everywhere of these fifteen buildings that they did, they didn't even quite finish them, and nobody even lived in them, and they just obliterating these buildings. And 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 this is this is what China did. Their fake markets that are are now showing all this stress. Whether it infects our markets or not is is immaterial. It's a it's a it's a foreboding future because uh, all these fake buildings of fake cities and the way they do property in China to prop up their markets it's, it, they do that here on a smaller level. Joe, I don't know if you knew this fact, but uh, concrete usage, the amount of concrete the Chinese use in the last ten years, is more concrete than America's used in the last hundred years. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and it's mind blowing when you see you know not just concrete, uh, you see. Uh, iron ore, steel, all of this stuff. Uh, iron ore, I saw iron ore just snapping back again today. Right. Uh, be, because of, you know, Evergrande's going to pay the Chinese people back. Uh, but it, it's it's absolutely insane. And then they're blowing it up, Joe. Then they're blowing it up. That's the whole thing. If that doesn't show you how bad things are, they're taking the assets that they've used and they're blowing it up. You know, we hear about the Depression where food just rots in the fields, right, Joe? It's a foreboding future. It's really showing problems. Yeah, and all of these things, and we're seeing all these stress points. Uh, Mariel Rubini came out today. Uh, I Actually, I guess it was uh, the other day, saying, you know, maybe he's the one guy that's listening, talking about the box. We're in the debt trap now, right? The, the, the Fed has pulled out all the stops, to bail out Wall Street, to bail out the debt markets. And now, just like every textbook you ever read, 
right? When you produce too much of something, it's, when it's not backed by anything, it always goes to where its natural state, which is zero. There's nothing behind the dollar. Here's the sad part. I bet you, Jason, today, I bet you probably 40 to 50% of people here in the U.S. don't think our currency is backed by gold. Yeah. There's a lot of, right? A they lot have no idea it's not backed by anything. It's just, nope. it's just a piece of paper with, with colors on it. Little-headed presidents, big-headed presidents, no blue line, blue line, right? All conditioning. Listen, we know where we're headed. Did you, if you went out to, and I don't like the, I don't use Drudge for news really anymore, but they've got one of the headlines uh, letting you know what's happening. They're, they're, they one of their headlines is how the United States has fallen behind in in the electronic currency, and it could be the the death of the dollar. Of course, what are they laying the foundation for? Right, they're going to make us beg for a digital currency, Jason, right? It's just a setup. It's a total plant article. Oh, no, we're losing the race. China's going to win. Holy smokes. Where are you? Hurry up, Jay Powell. Get us the electronic dollar. When the electronic dollar comes, you watch all the dollars that go out of your bank account. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Uh, the Fed meeting coming today, and again, this is this is probably close to the end here for what I'll, I'll say is the resting place for gold and silver. Uh, the Fed has been able to 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 play the transitory card, for lack of a better word, for pretty much a year. Because you go back, well, not quite a year, not quite a year. Go back about 11 months ago, 10, 11 months ago, and the the Fed was doing the, oh, no, no, there's not going to be any inflation. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. And then at the beginning of this year, they they used that transitory word, and and now they've played that out here. And, and Jason, I think now we're, we're getting... Right to the end here, the Federal Reserve is going to have to announce it's either going to do nothing or it's going to do something or at least pretend to do something. And I think uh, once that happens, you're going to see a lot of people decide, yeah, I'm going to need a lot more safe haven assets than I have. Uh, Today's special, we've got 60 of these. It's a good number. 60 of the $5 Liberties. That's the quarter ounce. These are the old ones. 1866 to 1907, $5 liberties. Uh, the, the best part is price, 565 which that's $25 off uh, because there's not a lot. Jason will tell you, there is not a lot of fractional gold out in the market. There's not a lot of gold out in the markets, period. Uh, but this is a, a great opportunity to pick up fractional gold. U.S. $5 liberties. Again, quantities are limited, but 60 of them is a decent amount at $565, Jason. Yeah, and we, we haven't had a lot of $5 liberties lately. It's uh, <laughs> There hasn't been a lot of anything in particular, but uh, the $5 liberties has been a little less. We, we've been selling those a, lot, a little less, Joe. I've been, uh, I like selling these because... 
uh, let's face it, uh, people's earnings are not keeping up with the inflation, uh, and it's been it's been this way for a long time, but especially this year. And uh, five hundred sixty-five dollars—that's that's a, that's an amount that <clears throat> more people can get. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my gosh, yo. So that's an amount people can come up with a lot easier than the uh, the, the twenty-one hundred or twenty two thousand fifty, whatever it is for a twenty-dollar Liberty when it's on sale. So. This puts a lot more people in the boat, so to say, to, to get their hand, hands on some gold. Because, Joe, it wasn't it wasn't just too many years ago that uh, an ounce of gold was selling for this price, right? Yeah, you know, man, when I started, when I started here at Patriot, ounce of gold was less than that, way less than that. I mean, uh, I, I want to say the, the first $20 gold piece I sold, uh, it was somewhere... Uh, in the high threes, low fours. I, it, I, w- I want to say three hundred ninety-five dollars. Uh, uh, yeah. If if my memory serves me right, I know the first roll of silver eagles I sold was like one hundred twenty-five bucks. Right, and it won't be long before this this quarter ounce gold piece we're selling this this five dollar liberty. It'll be two thousand bucks. It won't take very long for it to get there. It really won't. It, it might just be a matter of months, but a few years. Uh, is going to go by with this this economic chaos that's getting ready to happen. And it's going to be a long term. This this is not the the, the market crash. It's going to be a couple of years. I think this next one, Joe, uh, is stagflation or who knows what other rep- repercussions come on the yeah. back end of this. And uh, you'll see gold running. And by the end of the decade, I, I don't see gold less than twenty grand at the end of the year. I just don't see it. It, it has to happen because uh, the early two thousands. To 2008 time frame, you saw gold going from the 200 price range to the 1500 price range. Well, gold in the $2,000 range to the $15,000 range is the same percentage in the same time frame, Joe. We're going to see it. You look at, if you look at when I started, okay, so this is early 2000s, central banks, the primarily European central banks, were selling 500 metric tons of gold a year. So that's that's not that long. That's not even twenty years ago, right? Fast forward to today. Sales that actually uh, purchases by central banks that are actually reported are over five hundred metric tons. And the reason why I say actually reported because everyone believes, uh, me included, the Chinese have been buying the whole time. They just don't like to tell people. And you start hearing about, you know, central banks from Hungary to Poland to Brazil to Thailand. I mean, it's universal that all of these central banks are turning away from holding fiat currency. Because that's what they're doing. What What are they not buying? Well, they're not buying fiat currency. They're deciding, hey, you know what, we need to own this gold. Because I think all of them know, all of them get it. We're in the debt trap now. J- Jason, who I think is right, we are the most likely outcome is this horrible period of stagflation followed followed by a recession that we probably have never really seen the likes of followed by a reset and into a digital currency. That's the way I think that is by far the most likely outcome. Do you agree, Jason? Right. When you Before you left the last segment, you, you had mentioned that, hey, uh, Americans will be begging for this digital currency, and, and that's correct. they got to create – the situation is already getting bad, but then they create, they're going to create a situation that's far worse because uh, all of these 
economic indicators like we talked about yesterday are all going to fall in place all at the same time. And uh, it's going to be such a mess that it's going to be orchestrated and timed out perfectly that when this they need to reset the plate, everyone's going to be, help us out. Oh, Fed, help us. Please help us. Government. Oh, yeah. And you're going you're gonna to see a lot more of these articles. Oh, we're so far behind, and the dollar's doomed, and we got to catch up. And that, Joe, Republicans are talking about debt default. Republicans are actually talking about debt default right now. Can you believe it? 800-951-0592. U.S. $5 liberties, $565. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. liberties at $565 as we await the Fed. Uh, it, it, it's, it's almost laughable, really. And I, I just wish, just one time, one of these talking heads would actually be a real journalist. Of course, they're not journalists. They're, they're personalities uh, more than anything. Uh, and, and tell you the truth, I don't know. I don't think the dollar has five years. That's just my opinion. Uh, I, I would, I'd bet a mortgage payment that it doesn't make it to 2030. Just not going to happen. Unless it's some you, sort of change, know, unless there's a change, Joe. If there's a, some sort of a change, well, I, a change, a, ch- a change to a digital currency—that's different. Well, I've, I've, I've even heard Joe that possibly you you uh, you destroy a whole bunch of smaller currencies and you move them into zones. You have like the, you know just like the eurozone. There could be a dollar zone. Go back to that old the Amer- uh, the old Amero talk. Yeah, the, they'll that. hide it could under be. the dollar though. Yeah, it'll be like the, the dollar be. zone. Well, you have Australia, South America, Central America, and North America. That'd be the dollar zone. Then you have the euro zone, like we've heard before. The Asia zone. You'd have like five or six dominant currencies that uh, swallow up all these failing smaller currencies that are going to happen when this crash happens. So there's going to be a lot of small countries. And, and that are let be me damaged. tell you right now, I've been warning you about this weak president. China, the Biden administration has tried to have a call with China for months. And, and President Xi and China, remember when Trump said, hey, let's have a call, they jumped on the phone. They won't even answer. Nah, we don't need to talk to you. We don't need to talk to you. And, and it just and it's an example and, and you think well what does that have to do with economic policy what does that have to do with 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 the dollar what does that have to do with the Federal Reserve I'm going to tell you right now everything because remember it's only about faith and credit full faith and credit in the United States and when you have the world's other economic powerhouse say we don't even want to talk to you that doesn't give the rest of the world full faith and credit, does it, Jason? No, no. <laughs> There's a, it's a little bit of a power play going on, and uh, but they, they all they well, all just yeah. and again, I I like an Evergrande. Yep. That's a Chinese power play. That's exactly China's right. Making a power play, and and people don't even realize that that's what's happening. But they all work together at, at the very top of things. At all, they all work together. <laughs> it's eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two gold at seventeen seventy nine right now silver twenty two ninety four the Dow it's up four boy they, they must expect something really rosy out of J Powell up four hundred and forty points 
Hurry up and because wait, Joe. That's what they're going to hear. And I think that's the next few Fed meetings. Hurry up and wait. Hurry up makes it sound like Hurry they're doing something. Wait. Hurry up and wait. Wait means push it I down agree. the road. Yeah, they're going to try to deliver the least amount of uh, truth possible. And that's going to be a really interesting tight walk. We'll see if Jay Powell's up to the task. Uh, he's due for one of these epic blow-ups, though, Jason. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You know, he has one really about every third or fourth meeting where he just steps all over himself. Uh, if, if, we'll see how this one plays out. I'll, I'll say this, Jason. I think we'll have a lot to talk about tomorrow. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.